everyone. Welcome back to the Colorful Plates podcast, your weekly source for what's happening in the produce and food service worlds. This week, we'll again hear from Mike Magania, our in-house avocado and melon sourcing specialist. We spoke with him a few weeks ago, but things have certainly changed for the avocado market since then, and we wanted to get his expert take on the situation. Before we get to his interview, let's start with our market reports on some other commodities. We'll start out with a general berry update for you guys, as these markets have fluctuated a bit over the past few weeks. Blueberries are definitely the worst off, as they are in extremely short supply in a demand exceeds situation for the next few weeks. Chilean fruit is sporadic, Mexican production is just beginning to pick up in new growing areas, and Florida is just beginning as well. On a positive note, the fruit that is out there is good quality. Raspberries are also seeing limited supplies out of Baja, California and central Mexico, but unlike blueberries, quality is fair. Light supplies will remain for the next few weeks. What is available from central Mexico in moderate supply is blackberries, with decent quality and a steady market that should continue for the next few weeks. Rounding out the berry report, the winner in terms of supply and quality are strawberries. Having had all four berries recently, I definitely agree that strawberries are doing great. Straws are coming out of Oxnard and Santa Maria in California, Florida, and in Mexico with good supply and quality. So there you have it. Look to strawberries and blackberries for the next few weeks for your berry supply. Eggplant is in short supply in South Florida. Growers are working on older plantings intended for winter production, and combined with recent cooler temps, volume has decreased. Less supply in Mexico means increased demand on our eastern growers. Luckily, demand this time of year is less than in spring and summer, so there are still supplies to fill orders. Increased supplies are definitely projected to come into the pipeline next week. For the time being, look to cold weather squashes such as butternut and acorn, as both zucchini and yellow squash are in short supplies nationwide. Demand has increased steadily for both over the past week. Yellow squash is definitely worse off than zucchini, and cold temps moving through South Florida this week will only make yellow squash harder to find. High winds seem to be the culprit in the drop in supply, and light supply from Mexico has compounded the problem. Steer clear of yellow squash and zucchini, opting for those hardier varieties for better quality and cost option. You know we've got to round out market reports with some good news. Onions are plentiful from all regions and the market is low. The Northwest should have good supplies for the remainder of the storage season, which runs from about August-September through April. Mexico continues to supply on all three, yellow, red, and white. Utah and Colorado are also producing, and upcoming production will begin in April in the California desert, and the domestic crop will begin in Texas. In regards to green onions, supply is steady with good quality. Steady does it for onions across the board. That's all for Market Reports this week, and we'll get a live Market Report here in just a second from our own Mike Magania. Are y'all getting used to hearing from him yet? He gave me the rundown on what's going on with avocados, why that's happening, and what to expect looking forward. Let's hear what he had to say. So, Mike, we actually had you in here three weeks ago, and things were great, but things aren't going going so great right now. Um, you informed us last time that the quality of avocados were great coming out of Mexico. There was good supply, but right now, things are not looking great in terms of supply. Um, quality's there, thankfully, but overall, what's going on? Like, what happened? <laughs> yeah, I know. I kind of feel like I misled everybody, but, you know. You av- hear that, guys? so on avocados i mean yeah things are dicey and things can almost change overnight what is going on right now is um the size curve out of mexico we're seeing majority of the majority of the fruit we're seeing on the packouts is 60s and smaller obviously there's a huge demand for 48s and larger you know and on the food service side 
that's our bread and butter. We move a ton of 48s. And the larger the number, the smaller the fruit, right? Correct. And so for food service, where is that sweet spot? So food service, 48s to 60. And what's struggling right now? 48s. Okay. 48s and larger. So 48s to 30s, 32s, 36s. Those are all um, almost non-existent. What do retail look for typically? Retail also dips into 48s, mostly 60s. It depends what kind of ads they're running. Mm-hmm. You know, if they're doing like a two for five or a five for five, My they favorite. tend to right. They tend to run with a smaller size fruit. Okay. Um. So it, it it kind of varies on what kind of promo they're trying to run. Okay. But yeah. So what's going on? So. Again, the size curve right now um, is leaning heavily on smaller fruit. Number two grade and smaller fruit, which is 60s, 70s, 84s, and all the number two grade fruit. So that puts us uh, in a situation where 48s and larger are holding out a premium. Um, and they're not, like I was saying, they're almost non-existent. Um, that's and one, what is that? Is that Mother Nature? It's just the size curve. You know that the trees right now out of Mexico are producing... Um, smaller fruit. Okay. There is acreage in higher elevations, um, mm-hmm. but those those growers are holding off on the harvest for the time being. They're trying to stretch this fruit out. Um, They're trying to get rid of the smaller. Yeah, the smaller guys. exactly. They're letting these smaller growers, you know, run through, you know, the uh, the groves and and do their harvesting. Where you know this fruit can sit on the trees for months at a time, and it does no harm to the fruit. It's only growing. So um, it, the fruit's sizing up. What's also happening is, you know, like I was saying, Mexico's trying to pace the harvest and stretch the fruit out. Because demand is consistent. Demand's consistent. And also they're trying to prevent a potential gap mm-hmm. um, in May, May to June, um, you know. Peak avocado guacamole season. Exactly. <laughs> and then so you have... Um, you also have California going right now. They're just starting up, you know, to get the harvest going. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. You know, I read that the California harvest is walking in step with Mexico right now. And, and why is that? Especially if California is having, you know, the on year, like you said, and has that supply. So California, you know, honestly, they don't really need to harvest um, the fruits there. And it's only sizing up. What's going on there is um, California kind of holds off on the harvest to kind of see how the Mexican market's going to react and what Mm -hmm. they're doing. So, you know, a few months ago, we saw the the Mexican market just climbing. We saw price increases weekly. And right now that we're in the 40 to $50 range, you know, that's that's perfect. These California Mm -hmm. growers are like, okay, it's go time. Mm-hmm. You know, so now they're ramping up the harvest because, you know, the market's there mm-hmm. and their pricing is in step with Mexico. So, you know, this is this is like the perfect storm for California growers. This is what they've been waiting for. To make for some a, bank. Yep. For a strong <laughs> market, you know, and, and now, you know, now they're they're ramping up the harvest, getting top dollar for their fruit. Right. If the market's so good right now, why are they? I guess I guess my question is, why is. California not filling the gap like heavily and like just taking over the Mexican market right now with fruit. So it is an on year and, you know, we are anticipating some good yields um, on the California crop. But keep in mind, um, I think it was two years ago, we had a huge fire um, in, you know, Southern California um, in avocado country. And we also had a huge um 
a heat wave mm-hmm. that damaged a lot of the trees, a lot of the fruit. And it takes these trees about a year to recover. Um, so these trees are finally, you know, coming back around. Um, and California growers are also, they're also going to try and pace the harvest. They're not going to just going crazy on the harvest. They got to stretch this fruit out into the summer and into the fall. Yeah. You know, um, so they're just kind of trying to pace just the harvest. Taking step. Exactly. How is Proact handling the situation with the shortage? We're handling it pretty good. We're well aligned with uh, some good suppliers that, you know, through an up market or a down market, you know, we're, we're going to get taken care of. I mean, we may be paying, you know, a higher price for the fruit, but we're going to get, we're going to get you what you need. Uh, but there is a, there is a lot of pressure right now on me truck on, um, you know, keep in mind that, you know, the avocado sector of Jalisco in mm-hmm. Mexico, that region, um, primarily feeds the, you know, Canadian, European and Japanese markets. Well, that crop is tapering off and is that year round? typically correct yeah so they're they're possibly facing a potential gap um in the region of jalisco so when is that gap like right now that's like right now they're tapering off on the current crop and the new crop should be starting in about april so exactly and so from here till then you're gonna have european japanese and canadian markets you know adding pressure to this right. already tight market mm. on the growers and me truck on. So um, looking forward, you know, it's going to be a tough market. We're going to see elevated, elevated pricing. Yeah. When the next few weeks is for the next few at? weeks, you know, and then keep in mind, you know, we got Holy week coming up and I believe uh, maybe the end of March or early April. Mm-hmm. I believe it's you early got, April. Yep. And then, you, you know, you got Easter, Mm-hmm. Um, Holy Week in Mexico is huge. They do not harvest. Holy Week's the week before Easter. It's correct? the week before Easter. Right. They do not harvest at all. And followed by Easter, you have the Cinco de Mayo pool. So we're going to see a strong market, you know, leading into Cinco de Mayo. We're not going to see any relief. Until um, maybe after May. Around May. And, you know, Peru, Peruvian fruit's going to come into play in May. Mm hmm. Um, so that'll be, you know, another option. We'll have um, some overlap between California, Mexico, and Peruvian fruit in the right. pipeline. But expect an elevated market for sure. You also do melons too. Melons, they're good. I do melons as well. Melons are good. Quality's good. Availability's good. The demand is there. Good. All good things. That's all I got. Thank you, Mike, for sitting down with me again. <laughs> it's always great to have you on. Be sure to cut back on the AVO usage where possible. Hopefully this market will see some relief in the coming weeks. That's all we had this week, guys. Remember to subscribe on iTunes or Google Play. Follow us on social media for recipe inspo and tips and tricks. Have a great week, and as always, stay fresh.